0: The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network, Buzz Burbank, news and comment. Thursday, August 25th, 2016. From the one-man worldwide newsroom, this is free and independent news. Made possible when you buy shaving products using the code RELM at harrys.com. At this time yesterday, we knew of at least 40 deaths after an overnight earthquake in central Italy. Today, that death toll is over 250 and rising as more bodies are pulled out of the rubble. Search and rescue teams are also finding more survivors. From the earthquake in Myanmar, reports of at least four casualties. Florida may see its first hurricane come ashore in 10 years, perhaps this weekend. Experts are watching Tropical Storm Gaston churning in the Atlantic and another storm that's likely to reach tropical strength. If it does, it'll be Tropical Storm Ermine. Gaston, meanwhile, is already packing 70-mile-an-hour winds as it grows stronger, but it's likely to miss the U.S. mainland. It's Ermine, currently known as Disturbance 99L, that's on a path to hit Florida Sunday night or Monday morning after crossing over Puerto Rico and the Bahamas. A former government hurricane hunter now in the private sector calls it one of the most significant threats to Florida in the past four years. Florida's last landfalling hurricane was Wilma in 2006. The Clinton campaign says it's outraged by the Associated Press analysis that indicates that FaceTime with the former Secretary of State came with a donation to the Clinton Charitable Foundation. AP compared at least some of Clinton's official State Department calendar for meetings and phone calls. To a list of donors to her husband's foundation. It found that a majority of the meetings were with donors, roughly 80 out of 150. The Clinton campaign says AP used only one calendar for comparison when in fact there were multiple calendars. The Clinton campaign says AP missed 2,000 meetings that were not with donors and that charity contacts are a big part of every single day at the State Department. The stakes are high here with the debates and the election coming up. Republicans led by Donald Trump are calling for a special prosecutor to investigate any possible ties between making donations to the Clinton Foundation and getting an audience with a high-ranking U.S. government official. None of this is helped by a decision to allow daughter Chelsea Clinton to keep working at the Clinton Foundation, even if her mom gets elected president. Bill Clinton had said he would step aside from the charity, but now we're hearing Chelsea will stay. The foundation is also hedging on its promise not to accept foreign or corporate donations if Mrs. Clinton's elected. Bill Clinton defended the foundation yesterday, asking how there can be anything wrong with a charity that creates jobs and saves lives. Over the years, military contractors have thrown their support mostly toward Republican presidential candidates. Aircraft and weapons makers and shipbuilders gave much more money to Mitt Romney four years ago, for example, than it gave to Obama. This time around, the industrial half of the military-industrial complex is throwing its money behind the Democrat. Although Trump and Clinton are now pulling in donations at nearly equal pace, when it comes to the defense industry, she's gotten nearly twice the donations. The companies themselves stay neutral, so they aren't passed over if the other candidate wins. But top-level executives from those companies make personal donations. The money from employees of the top 25 defense contractors only totals about $93,000, a pittance next to the hundreds of millions from other donors, but significant in the party shift from Republican to Democrat. The defense industry consultant told Politico that contractors, like others, see Trump as an unknown quantity, and that, she says, is scary. Among donors from other industries, Clinton has the company that owns Google, the University of California, harvard and morgan stanley industries donating the most to trump include american airlines bank of america the federal government and the united states army so trump has some support from the other half of the military industrial complex ohio gets to keep its voter restriction rules that cut the number of early voting days and put an end to same-day registration Earlier this year, a federal judge, upon examining the evidence, ruled that Ohio's new rules are a special burden on African-American and Latino voters. But now, with the presidential election approaching, a higher court, a federal appeals court, has ruled that Ohio's restrictions do not violate the voting rights of minorities. Voter registration opens in Ohio on October 11th. Absentee and early voting begins there October 12th. Ford is recalling over a half dozen of its vehicles over safety issues. The big carmaker is recalling 23,000. 2017 Ford escapes to update the power window software that currently poses a risk of injury. It's also recalling over 2000 2015 and 2016 Ford Transits to replace faulty fuel injectors that could cause the 3.2 liter diesel engines to stall. And it's recalling Ford Taurus and Flexes, outfitted with 3.5-liter engines and Lincoln MKS and MKTs with that same engine. The recall will affect some police interceptors. This is the second round of recalls this month for Ford. Earlier, it called back about 830,000 vehicles, including late model Ford Escapes, Focus, and Mustangs with a possibly dangerous door latch. Now in its fourth year with over 3 million downloads, this is Buzz Burbank News and Comment on the REL Network. I've been using Harry's shaving products for many months now and I've spent a lot of time on the air and off telling people how much I love Harry's. As I've said before, I got a close, smooth, comfortable shave with Harry's, a shave that's every bit as good as the big name brands and for a whole lot less money, a whole lot less. I love the German-engineered blades that come straight from Harry's factory to me, and I even love the packaging. No middleman, no trips to stores, and no more crazy prices. Harry's blades cost half of what the big brands charge. Love that, too. But you know what I really love? I love the way other razor companies jack up their prices when they come out with a new model. Harry's new five-blade cartridges include a softer flex hinge for an even more comfortable shave, a trimmer blade for hard-to-get places, a lubricating strip, and a textured handle for more control when it's wet. And the price didn't go up a penny. Love that and it makes Harry's introductory offer even sweeter. The weighted handle, great-smelling moisturizing shave cream, three of those amazing cartridges, and a travel cover for all just 10 bucks. Normally 15 Harry's knocks off $5 when you use the code RELM at harrys.com. Stay away from those cheap disposables, but stop paying too much for quality. Support this show, your face, and your wallet by using the code RELM at harrys.com. In a country known worldwide for its love of guns, the Transportation Security Agency stays busy confiscating them from people about to board planes. Last week was especially busy, the busiest week for that ever. August 12th through the 18th, the TSA found 81 guns. The vast majority, 70, were loaded. Of the 70 that were loaded, nearly half, 31, had a bullet in the chamber. 81 in a week breaks the record that was set the week before that. Guns were taken from passengers boarding in planes in Dallas-Fort Worth, Houston, and Phoenix, of course, but also in Chicago, Seattle, and Washington, D.C. Most of the time, the guns are carried by passengers who'd truly forgotten that was still in there, especially if the last time they traveled was by road, not by air. But no matter how innocent, the fine can be as high as $11,000. And we do arm ourselves to the teeth when we travel. The TSA also took gun replicas, BB, pellet, and air guns bullets, brass knuckles, nightsticks, stun guns, small knives, swords, throwing stars, and, as the TSA puts it, too many other things to list. After a high-profile and highly controversial sexual assault case, the renowned Stanford University is cutting way back on the booze. Since extreme drunkenness is such a common thread through the country's campus rapes, Stanford is banning hard liquor from undergrad parties held on campus. It's also banning straight shots from grad student parties beer and wine will still be served. Students may no longer have liquor in their dorms in bottles larger than 750 milliliters. If they have alcohol, they must be at least 21. If students get caught cheating on these rules, they could be expelled. The rules go into effect in a few weeks as the fall semester begins. Schools have been gradually banning booze over the past six years, including Notre Dame. Dartmouth completely banned hard liquor last year. At the University of Virginia, sororities and frat houses must now hire a professional bartender if they plan to serve alcohol. People and dolphins get along remarkably well, but there's a problem. The dolphins who do enjoy swimming with humans are by nature day sleepers, sleep by day, feed and play by night. Tourists, on the other hand, mostly play in the daytime and to some extent sleep at night. So the problem is the dolphins are exhausted from spending their days interacting with people instead of sleeping as they were genetically programmed to do. Government oceanographers at NOAA are concerned about the conflict, especially among the spinner dolphins people so enjoy swimming with in Hawaii. NOAA scientists say dolphins without sleep don't function as well, same as people, and it has the same miserable effect on their health. Over the next two months, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration will listen to all sides, except for the dolphins, of course over a proposal to require humans to stay at least 50 yards away from dolphins when they should be sleeping. Violators would be fined and perhaps face criminal charges. That would be the end of the swimming with dolphins industry in Hawaii. A town in the Garden State smells like dead, rotting fish, and with good reason. Several hundred thousand dead fish have washed up in a marina creek at Keensburg, New Jersey. They are peanut bunker fish and the best guess is they were chased up the creek by other fish, skate and bluefish. Boat propellers have been grinding through the carnage reminiscent of fish in a blender, and because they're dead fish, they smell, and because it's August and still hot out, they smell even worse, and the longer they lay there, the worse it gets. Quoting one resident, it's bad enough to gag you. It smells like a sewer plant. Keensburg's mayor says the cleanup has begun on the beaches, but not in the water itself. Those fish will apparently just have to finish decomposing. Calling the mayor, we really can't do much about it because it would be a massive cleanup effort. It's getting nasty are the words used by a Louisiana resident who saw flood water still standing days after the rains that caused hundreds of millions of dollars damage. Quoting Troy Morgan, I got some people coming out to help gut the house, but we're not going in till the water's out because it's sitting and getting nasty. The county government there in Ascension Parish brought in a crew to take out a section of Alligator Bayou Road so that flood water could drain from the basin that contains Troy's house and many others. But they also say that even with that section of road cut away, it could still take months to drain away that much water. In the meantime, Troy says it's helping. I can see it going down in the front yard. The liberal idea was tax unhealthy sugary soft drinks to discourage their use and use the money to fight childhood obesity. It apparently works, according to a study by UC Berkeley, at least part of it. In Berkeley, California, where people pay a special tax on sugared soft drinks, soda consumption is down and the drinking of water is up by an astounding 63%. Over that same period of time, water drinking only went up by 19% in nearby San Francisco and Oakland, and soda consumption went up in both those cities, even as it went down by 21% in Berkeley. Berkeley is the first city in the country to impose a soda tax passed by 75% of its voters. Now, if this study is true, it means the soda tax works when it comes to making people healthier. The American Beverage Association, however, says the study is flawed because it was based on interviews, not on recorded journals. The soda makers have already spent over a half million dollars to defeat the soda tax that San Francisco voters will decide in November. Money is no object. The soda industry spent nine million dollars to defeat a soda tax in San Francisco when it was considered two years ago. The industry is also fighting proposed soda taxes in Oakland and in Albany, New York. Oh, and by the way, we, we found another earth. A quick four and a half light years from here, a planet with a climate like ours but milder, circling the star that's closest to our own sun. Scientists say it's very likely Proxima Centauri has water and even life, that it's possible people from this planet could live there. Astronomers who've been trying to get a closer look for some time now have finally seen what they needed to see to know this much, but now they want to know more, hoping to find out if there is life on Proxima Centauri. Life could also be very different there since that planet appears to be more susceptible to its own solar system's solar storms and the radiation that comes with that. And even if we could travel at the speed of light, it would still take four years to get there. Finally, winning a third term as mayor says a lot about a candidate that he or she is very popular, or at the very least, very good at politics. So the fact that Duke would win a third term as mayor of Cormorant, Minnesota, is newsworthy, especially since Duke is nine years old and a dog. This apparently great, great Pyrenees got elected with one of the highest approval ratings in the country, even though he was elected to his first term by accident. Everyone in town voted for Duke except for one who voted for Duke's girlfriend, Lassie. (laughs) I'm Buzz Burbank. Thank you for listening and thanks for supporting the shows and sponsors at buzzburbank.com. I'll be back tomorrow with another Buzz Burbank news and comments. Buzz 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 buzz, buzz. Oh! The